Hello and welcome to today's podcast on imposter syndrome. My name is Louise Connor and I will be your host on today's podcast and I am also the speaker for all of the courses within Mercia's Skills, Management and Leadership Training Programme where we dive a little deeper into the topic of imposter syndrome. We will discuss what imposter syndrome is, who it affects, the different types, the cycle, and most importantly, how we overcome it. Do you ever feel like a fraud, that you're not worthy of your position and that you're waiting to be found out or exposed as an imposter? Well, don't worry, you're not alone. Imposter syndrome is a psychological phenomenon where individuals doubt their skills, accomplishments and abilities and have an internalised fear of being exposed as a fraud or imposter, despite evidence of their competence. It can manifest itself in various areas of life, including work, relationships and personal endeavours, and can be experienced by people of any gender, age, or background, and even experienced by some of the most famous people. The symptoms of imposter syndrome can vary from person to person, but some common signs include self-doubt, overachievement, fear of failure, perfectionism, discounting our accomplishments, difficulty accepting praise or recognition, procrastination, comparison with others, stress, anxiety and low self-esteem. Imposter syndrome can affect anyone regardless of their background, gender, age or profession and it is commonly observed in high achievers such as students, professionals and entrepreneurs who may feel like they do not deserve their success and they fear of being exposed as frauds. Imposter syndrome can also affect people who are just starting out in their careers, people who have also been in their professions for a long time and people in any other area of life where they feel like they are expected to perform at a high level. There are five main types of imposter syndrome that I'd like to talk about today. So let me briefly touch on each of these. So the first one being the perfectionist. This involves setting extremely high expectations for oneself and feeling like anything less than perfect is a failure. Then we have the superwoman or superman, which is when someone feels like they have to work harder and achieve more than others in order to prove themselves. Another is the expert. So this type of imposter syndrome involves feeling like you have to know everything and be an expert in your field in order to be successful. We also have the soloist. This involves feeling as though you must do everything on your own and that asking for help is a sign of weakness. And then lastly, we have the natural genius. And this involves feeling like you must be naturally gifted or talented in order to to succeed. So it is important to note that these types of imposter syndrome are not mutually exclusive And many people may experience a combination of different types. But recognising which type of imposter syndrome you may be experiencing can be helpful in the first step of overcoming it. The cycle of imposter syndrome typically involves four stages. The first stage is experiencing a trigger, so such as receiving praise or being faced with a new challenge, 
This trigger leads to feelings of self-doubt and insecurity. In the second stage of this cycle, we start to experience imposter thoughts such as, I don't deserve this or I'm not good enough. These thoughts can be very persistent and can lead to anxiety or stress. The third stage of the cycle involves coping behaviours. So where individuals may overwork, procrastinate, avoid situations that trigger these imposter feelings. These behaviours may provide temporary relief, but can ultimately reinforce these feelings of self-doubt. So then the final stage is the feeling of temporary success or relief, which can lead to a repeat of the cycle. So breaking the cycle of imposter syndrome requires recognising and addressing each of these stages. It involves developing self-awareness, challenging negative thoughts and developing a healthier coping mechanisms. So with time and practice, individuals can learn to overcome imposter syndrome and build more positive self-beliefs. Overcoming imposter syndrome can be a challenging journey, but it is possible. Here are some of the effective strategies to help you overcome imposter syndrome. Start by recognising and acknowledging your feelings. It is important to understand that these feelings are common and they don't necessarily reflect reality. Then work on reframing negative thoughts by focusing on your strengths and accomplishments instead of perceived weaknesses. Practicing self-compassion and being kind to yourself is another way of overcoming imposter syndrome. Avoid self-criticism and treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a friend. Always seek support that you need from trusted friends, family, a therapist. Talking about your experiences can help you to overcome imposter syndrome. Celebrate your successes. Even if they feel small, recognize that you've worked hard and deserve to feel proud of yourself. Take risks and embrace challenges. Even if they feel uncomfortable at first, over time, this can help build confidence and self-belief. Record positive feedback or compliments you receive from others and refer to these when you feel that self-doubt. Remember that overcoming imposter syndrome is a process and it may take time to change your thinking patterns, but be patient with yourself and keep working towards your goals. So thank you for joining me today on learning the basics of imposter syndrome. If you found this topic interesting, there is a two-hour Mercia Live session on imposter syndrome on the 17th of May, where we can delve deeper into this topic. I would also recommend looking at our skills, management and leadership program that can be found within our training section on Mercia's website. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mercia podcast. For more information on this topic, please visit mercia-group.com.